B-boy, 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 It's the B-boy document podcast show, 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 show. With Andy C for all your hip-hop stuff. Lock in and stay tuned. Fucky B is in the house. No introduction needed. Start the rap game. I get your act conceded. I gave you rap battles with my girl Rock Shante before any biz mark or kid in play. Like one DMC. I made you walk that way. Pizza Big popping L Jam Master J. Old school flow. You know that's me. I'm the S P A R K Y T. And if you're in the industry, you know that's me. Big up to my peeps in the NYC. Been doing my thing since Murphy's class. But if it wasn't for that, the game record was whack. Who put it down for you, young school kid? Back in the day, we didn't do it like that. Old school cats break for one another. New school cats can't stand each other. This your girl, Sparky B, chilling with Andy on the B-Boy and B-Girl document. Peace. My squad stays on point like that, 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 that. It's the joint. Yo, what's up? This is Paris Smith, one half of the legendary rap group, BTMD, holding it down on the B-Boy documentary podcast. You got some chill, boy. The headbanger. How did it feel when Erisby shouted your name out on Pain Info? Do you know that is a that is a very, very good question. Thank you. I'm gonna I'm going to I'm going to give you the inside scoop on how that happened. Okay? And I don't know if anybody really knows this, but I'm gonna give you all the details. And then I'm gonna give you something at the end of it, I'm going to tell you the story in two parts, okay? Okay. Okay. So, the person that taught me to engineer was Patrick Adams. Patrick Adams was the engineer for Eric B. and Rakim's album. Okay? The first couple, the first songs that Eric B. and Rakim did was engineered by Molly Maul. And then when they got the deal on 4th and Broadway, Patrick Adams was the engineer. Now... When we, when they used to record um, every session, it would usually take about a half an hour to set up to, for the recording session. But if you wanted to save money, you did what you call a lockout. And a lockout means that you, that you record, and then when you get tired, you leave the room exactly the way it is, and then you come back, and you don't have to spend a half an hour to set the room up. But it's a lockout. But you're getting paid for the time. You're paying for the time that the engineer, that the that the studio is set up. Okay. So because Eric Eric B and Rakim were at the deadline to return to put their album out, they were doing lockouts, and so they would work until they were tired, and then they would go to sleep, and then they would wake up again, and they would keep working. So Patrick was the engineer, and he was very tired. So I had finished one of my sessions in a different room, and I was getting ready to leave, and Patrick walks into the room, and he says, Eli, I've got this project that I have to finish, and it has to be in tomorrow, or we will be in violation of our delivery clause for the record. He says, could you finish the record, this album for me? He says, you know, it's a nice good group they got a hot record out whatever i says okay no problem so i was very proud that my teacher my mentor had felt that i was 
qualified enough to finish one of his projects. So he walked into the room. He says, um, Eric, well, I can barely, barely keep my eyes open. So Eli's going to finish the, um, the track for you. So I said, well, what has to be done? He said, we got three songs that needs to be done, paid in full. Um, no, one, he said there was three tracks that had to be finished at different levels of production. So he says, okay, thank you. He introduced me to Eric. He introduced me to Ra. And they were sitting there. And I said, okay, what are we going to do? Because we had to turn in. They had a meeting at the record label at 10 o'clock the next morning to hand it in. So I said, okay, let's go. What do we have to do? So the first thing was um, we did um, move the crowd, which needed keyboards and it needed a rap and it needed scratching and everything. And then afterwards it needed a mix. So we did all the scratching. We did all the keyboards with the horn parts. Rakim did his first vocal on that. Eric did his scratching. They were very organized. They knew exactly what they wanted to do. I was very impressed with them. Okay. So then... The next record, um, we're going to do the session, and then I put up the next track. And when I put up the next track, and I put the rough mix on it, I said, okay, what are we doing? And so, well, I got to go write something. I was like, what? You got to go write something. So he goes into the vocal booth, and he sits down at the piano with the yellow pad and the pen, and he starts writing for about five minutes. Okay. And then, so we're all sitting there waiting for him to to finish. Usually, most rappers at that time had their rhymes memorized, so they would come in with them written on a piece of paper. So then, after about five minutes, he steps up to the microphone, and I said, "You ready?" And Rakim says, "Cool." I hit the replay button. I hit the record button, and that's when he starts thinking of a master plan. Ain't nothing but sweat inside my hand. So I reach into my pocket all my money spent. I reach it deeper and I pull out lint. And while he was talking, it was like a movie. Because I was seeing the pictures of everything that he was talking about. And I was like, wow, it's amazing. Because his style, most rappers were yelling at the time, but he was just so smooth. So as soon as he said, and think of all the deviant things I did, and then he stopped. And I was like shocked. I hit the stop button. I said, what happened? What happened? Rakim said, I got to write some more. I was like, wow. So then he walks over to the piano. He sits down again and he writes for about another five minutes. And we're sitting there waiting for him. And my cousin, um, Takoto, was there with me. And we were just amazed. And then he walks up to the microphone again. And he says, um, I said, you ready? He says, cool. I hit the record button. He says, I used to roll up. This is the whole up. Ain't nothing funny. Stop smiling. Ain't nothing, ain't nothing but move but the money. But now I learned to earn my, and I'm like, wow. I mean, these, these lyrics are just blowing me away. And then he says, because I'm paid in full, right? And so then he stops. I stopped it. My cousin, Takoda, jumps up. That's it. That's perfect. Rakim says, um, you want to write some more? He says, should I write some more? Now, looking back at it now, I wish I had told him he had put on another verse because he could have written another verse if he had wanted to. But we were thinking about how am I going to mix these records and get it done to get to the record label by 10 o'clock that morning.
for their meeting. So I said, no, it's great. It's good. It's good. Okay. So now I roll the tape back to the beginning and I we listen back to it. And when I stop the tape, it's only two minutes and something seconds. I can't remember. So then we say, wow, it's not long enough. Well, no, Eric says it's not long enough. What are we going to do? No, we say it's not long enough. What are we going to do? So then Eric says, okay, I know what to do. And so what he does is that we roll it back. Eric gets in, gets up in my phone and he says, um, that's what it is. Something like, I'm tired. you tired. We've been working on this album, blah, 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 blah. And you go to your girl, I call mine, and we're going to get our money. Then he says, yo, Eli, turn up the bass. Let's be keeping what happened to peace. And then he does that, and then he does the scratching afterwards, and then that made the song longer. And I do have to say that that um, made me, as far as I'm concerned, one of the most well-known. That made me part of hip-hop history. No question about it. Because no matter where I go, um, if I say I'm the Eli from Eric and Rakim, people instantaneously know who I am. And um, I think, you know, I thank Eric for that. So listen up. This is Eli Tubo, known from Eric B. and Rakim, paid in full. Yo, Eli, turn up the bass. And when I'm not in the studio, I'm always checking out Little Daddy Kane, my man, with his podcast, B-Boy Document. Wouldn't want to miss it. You owe it to yourself. Peace. Yeah. This is Extra Vortex, Boogie Monsters Worldwide. We hit you with that. On the B-Boy Document Podcast. Hey, hey, Kane, this is nine, man. Get to bed. Go to sleep. You need your sleep so you can go up and be big and strong like the Black Panthers. Kane, this is the original hardcore underground hip-hop pioneer, Two Gully for Daytime Radio, the man who wouldn't water down or sweeten up his lyrics, the man who they kicked under the rug, didn't give me no money, no shine, and no love, but I'm here to give you the teeth. Hey, always brush your teeth. Yeah, yeah. What's up, y'all? This is your boy, Razcast, all the way in L.A., shouting out my friend, my homeboy that's on my album cover, Kane, Lil Daddy Kane. This is Lil Son Kane, man. Y'all show him that respect. Big up, big up. Hey, yo, check this out. This is Freddie Fox, a.k.a. Bumpy Knuckles, Pop Duke in the building, and I'm cooling with my buddy, my main man, Kane. That's right. Kane is hip-hop. I love you, Kane. Stay focused. Salute.